This is a chapter from my book, The Glee of Liking Me, Self-Esteem, Self-Respect, Confidence, and the Rest. It's almost done, and I hope to have it available very soon. Casting Pearls I assume you've heard the expression, don't cast your pearls before swine. This is to say that some things are special, and some people aren't special enough to share those things with. So to not cast your pearls before swine is to acknowledge what things in your life could be considered your pearls and what people in your life could be considered swine. It's not a mean or cruel way of thinking, even if at face value you feel like you're calling people pigs. I think we all need to acknowledge our pearls, those things we hold dear to our heart, the ideas we have that don't gel with everyone else and the things that others might call you weird over. These things unique to you are not things you should ignore about yourself, nor throw out the window because they don't fit the ideas others have for you. In fact, the thought you need to be anything someone else tells you to be is a thought to erase. I have reached a point that anyone telling me I'm weird or that I should be something different is just them telling me not to give them any of my time. If I'm not someone they want around as is, then I don't want them around me. Why should individuality dictate someone is weird? Society is why. The internet is why. Other people having too many opinions and labels is why. I'm reminded of the quote, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. It is what it is, and opinions are everywhere. That doesn't mean they all matter. Much of what we see online, get taught in school, what we see in the movies and here in church, keep us feeling that individuality and thinking for ourselves is unacceptable. You need to fit in, is what we pick up from all directions. But if we don't, it makes us weird or wrong. And maybe the word they used isn't weird, but a word to single you out of their particular collective ego. However it gets said, it's unacceptable. You're being told to feel like you are an outsider, like you don't belong, or that you have to change. Anyone telling you you have to be what they think you should be is the mark to stop listening and walk away. Those of us that get called names like weird from a young age, let it become an actual label that defines us. Our self-esteem lessens because of it, and we feel we don't belong or fit in. We believe that not being like everybody else is a problem. The actual problem is that it's a lie, a harmful lie. When you encounter those calling you weird, or any form of not belonging, You can't let it in. Different and weird are what the world needs. You have a mind many of us want to know and enjoy. Different and weird are the Michelangelos, the Da Vinci's, and the Einstein's of the world. It's the weird ones we need. You aren't a clone of others. Don't allow yourself to hear negative comments and labels. Realize that the people Labeling with the word weird are the ones with the problem, and that problem is not for you to fix. 
It's important to reach a point that you are okay with the fact that you are not everyone's cup of tea. And I say, why would I want to be? The person who needs to like me is me. Your uniquenesses are your pearls. Don't cast them to be seen by just anyone because there are swine out there. Keep your pearls close. Choose carefully and know that people who want you to be just like them are not the people you should be listening to or sharing with. People who accept we are all different, that we all get to live our own lives, they are the ones to associate with. Be you. Love you. Enjoy you and don't need anyone to agree with you. You will find people like you. It's statistically inevitable. One of my greatest joys in life is finding a friend who has so much in common with me, I'm given even more freedom to be myself. What you will eventually come to realize is that you're beautiful, and so are your pearls. The first time I realized I was different was in first grade. At age seven, I was taller than my teacher. My fellow first graders would come and tattle to me when someone was being mean, instead of complaining to Mrs. Borovats. Two things I remember from first grade. Being treated like the adult problem solver, and being too big for my desk. I suppose I experienced the opposite of bullying because I was so tall. It's possible that my being different started to sink in younger than it does for many, and since I'm naturally an introvert, I was cool with being different, and it wasn't until moving to a new city and leaving elementary school that anyone was mean to me. As the new girl, I didn't fit in. I was unattractive, didn't know the local fashion, and clearly an outsider. Kids weren't trying to make me their friend. Heidi Harris and Amy Thomas bullied me on the school bus in junior high because of my hair. I already knew I didn't look or act like them, and them finding me weird or ugly wasn't anything earth-shattering. They called me Spike, which in the 80s was a dog's name. I acknowledged their need to feel better than me, calling them special in return. I think my sarcasm was lost on them. What happened in my case was I accepted I was different, but what I didn't accept was that I could actually like me in my differences. I let the, oh well, this is me, feeling sink in on a level of doomed, and I couldn't entertain liking myself. In my high school, there were more rich and pretty girls than in a beauty contest. I never got asked out on dates, and nothing contradicted how I saw myself. I was ugly compared to other girls, and that was that. In my introverted, different, and ugly state of mind, I learned to keep my pearls to myself. I didn't insist on showing people who I was, and this served me. I stayed quiet for the most part and didn't rock the boat. I let others decide to be my friend. I didn't try to be anything for anyone. Weirdness was my reality. I just kept everything about me like a pearl and cast nothing before swine. Being called weird has never ended. I'm in my 40s now, and it was just a couple years ago when I was working in construction that my supervisor called me weird on a daily basis. Yes, being a woman working for a drywall company might be weird to some people, but since I've got a lot of experience with drywall, 
It's simply not weird to me, nor are any of my construction interests. If I want to do something, I learn how. There's nothing weird about wanting to learn or expanding yourself. Gender doesn't decide who I am or what I do. I'll do whatever I want, whenever I want, and nobody gets to tell me who I am or who I will become. I don't need to fit anyone's mold, and the reality is, I can't. And I won't. Everybody's definition of weird is going to be different anyway. It's a label. Me being something other than myself is an impossible task, and not a task I'm even going to consider. There are many people out there who won't understand your pearls. Be okay with that. I now accept being called weird, because that tells me so much more about the person saying it than it does about me. You don't have to let people see the differences that make you, you. Share your pearls if you want, but keeping them safe and personal is okay too. At this age, I'm able to see my weirdness is one of the reasons I like me. I don't want to be like anyone else. If I compare myself to the current world, weird is good. It's only just after I finished recording and editing that that I realized I really need to add to this chapter. So many of us so often don't consider that what we share online or on various social media platforms are our pearls and that the general public, by simple definition, is swine. And we've all seen how entitled people feel to comment cruel and mean words. So even though I thought this chapter was finished, I really do think I'm going to have to add to it in order to, I guess, point out the obvious. You are so full of pearls, and to share so much of yourself on various platforms is to cast your pearls before swine, and maybe not doing that can ultimately be less harmful, make you feel more secure, remove some levels of anxiety, and keep you feeling more yourself, more whole, and like I said in this chapter, keeping you with those people that allow you to be the most genuinely yourself. I keep doing this. Every time I edit my book, I always add something and then say, okay, I think I'm almost done. And then I think of something else. I'll get there, and it's going to be this year. <laughs>